This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, how are you doing this week? Tom, to be honest, I'm alarmed. Why? What are you alarmed about? I don't want to make a whole big thing uh, about it, but... Yeah, well, uh, nobody listens to this, so there's a perfect place to... I took a convenient online test today. <laughs> uh-huh. Turns out I have ADHD. Oh, okay. What was the test? Well, it was from a company. Was it like, don't click this link where there's something really cool, and then they just uh, time how long it takes before you finally click it? Is that what ADHD is to you, Tom? <laughs> I've been diagnosed with it, too. Have you? Yeah. And somebody uh, somebody on our, like, when we did the time management thing, yeah. uh, somebody left a comment. I forget where, uh, but they were like, Honestly, it sounds like Tim and Tom both have undiagnosed ADHD based on how they say they spend their days and what they, and I was thinking like, yeah, go listen to any of the episodes of this. Of course, we both have ADHD. (laughs) (laughs) We, We haven't been able to stay on a single topic for like an entire episode ever. Yeah, And we're bouncing off the dang walls. Um, I, I should note that uh, I was diagnosed by a company that uh, sells a product to solve it. Yeah, pretty much. It's mm-hmm. like, uh, or like they get you on the hook for um, amphetamines. Know, yeah, probably. I think so. <laughs> Eventually, but uh, yeah, the, the questions they were asking, and I was like, also, you know, you ever take one of those tests? One of those mm-hmm. like. This is why I'm undiagnosable. Because, um, <laughs> like, I know I'm the one of a kind. No, oh, I, yeah, you I know, know what the answer, answer yeah. that will be like. It's like, uh, hey, you uh, you have something very important to concentrate on. Do you <laughs> a concentrate on it? Fine, no problem. <laughs> B yeah, pretty much just concentrate on it. Fine, no problem. <laughs> or C find it hard to concentrate <laughs> yeah. on it. Uh, yeah, the times, uh, I, I think I've been diagnosed twice with it now. Uh, but both times it was like, Hey, I think I might have ADHD. So it's like, you're already priming. Um, but I feel like all the questions it's like, well, yeah, everybody, it, it feels like I need a doctor to like either follow me for a day or listen to all these podcasts. They don't care enough to do that. <laughs> yeah. Certainly not the latter, but like <laughs> but, a doctor to like, watch you for a day and care about what you're doing <laughs> but i'm but like when they're asking those kinds of questions like you know do you find it hard to concentrate on things it's like yeah every... you know what a funny joke is to go i'm sorry what huh yeah, what right? were you talking? i was yeah. thinking about something else yeah. um but you know the thought is yeah everybody nowadays and and i don't know if the answer is like everybody now has adhd which is very possible uh, because of our phones. Yeah. Yeah. Or uh, like, yeah, we're gonna have to like bump up <laughs> uh, what what we consider the probably the both, minimum. right? Everybody has it, and so we'll just be like, well, that's normal now. Yeah. Um, I feel like, but then screw. Well, like, these, these companies go the other way, where they're like, everybody has it. We're gonna lower the bar for yeah, uh, amphetamines. <clears throat> Tom, mm-hmm. do you feel like? Like looking back now, this is yeah. like uh, the last scene of one of your favorite movies with your favorite actors, um, The Usual Suspects, mm-hmm. where I'm looking around the room and being like, oh, this all makes sense. Yeah. The last, uh, <laughs> my whole life up to this point is just, and then 
You ever think about what you were robbed of? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think about that all the time. I think about like, man, what if I could like, uh, what if I could concentrate? What if I could or tell what him? if I had been able, because like now, mm-hmm. you know, take the amphetamines or whatever. I'll yeah. be able to, to get my concentration. Well, now we're too track. old to take amphetamines. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that just like kills you <laughs> yeah, sooner, exactly. right? Yeah. But like, I don't know, like what could you have achieved 20, 25 years ago? Mm-hmm. If if you were on <laughs> amphetamines, uh, like oh. I think I would be a world class close up magician. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know what I would have been, but something. I think big. I would have been able to sit there and yeah. like practice the different practice, shuffles practice, practice. for uh, hours and hours. Yeah, because I had an interest in it. Mm-hmm. Still do. I was going to say, I bet that there aren't any magicians with ADHD because it requires such concentration, but I bet that's wrong. I bet there are some, and it's like, no, this is the only thing that I can. That's how I got so good at it because I got... because some people with ADHD, they get like hyper focus on certain things. Oh, yeah. I think I have that. I think I had that with the drums. Right. Um, I do that. I zone out when I uh, when I play the piano now, Tom. I guess yeah. I'm just a real musician at heart, huh? Yeah, I'm a real you're, rocker. You're like a, like an idiot savant uh, musician. Yeah, uh, if an idiot savant is, uh, you know, Billy Joel esque, <laughs> and then as soon as you're done with the song, you wake up. What happened? <laughs> I kind of do. I kind of <laughs> go into a trance when I'm yeah. when I'm concentrating real hard on that stuff, and I'm just like. Is that what life is like for everybody else for like when they do anything? Yeah. They're able to keep their focus on it and they don't have a million other thoughts racing through their head. Do you ever, when you're trying to do something, Mm -hmm. are you just the whole time worried that you're going to get interrupted? Oh, yeah. I think that (laughs) that was like one of the questions or Mm -hmm. it was phrased a little differently. But like to me, when I realized that where it's like I could just be making dinner and very low stress low stakes mm-hmm. which is like i swear to god if my wife comes in here <laughs> uh and, and interrupts pours me, a cup of water yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm not i don't know what i'm gonna how i'm gonna stay on track here yeah I'm just hyper worried about that i also get worried about that i'm also uh like if i do get in the zone and i'm and i'm like working and then i get interrupted it, it completely takes it out and like off and will then screw up like the rest of my day and uh it's hard because like i can't uh like explain to somebody like hey like uh to my fiance like hey don't bother me i'm gonna be in the zone now because it's like i'm not necessarily sometimes i'm just dicking around like you yeah. can't tell if i'm like this or not i need a sign to put on or a hat you should put on a hat. Yeah. You should have you should have a reversible hat. Yeah, that and says it's- on air. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's a uh, I was going to say it was a red hat if you if you're mm. on air, but we don't want we don't want to do that. But um yeah, it, it's almost like my brain wants to be interrupted so it can freak <laughs> out. Like I think yeah. I think my brain is always looking to be like all right, how can I screw you up today, Tim? How can I how can I Short circuit, um, any kind of productivity. That we you gotta have. go get one of them brain resets. I'd like to. Yeah. What with the electrodes? Yeah, electrodes, drugs, blunt force, whatever it takes. Tom, I'm thinking reset our brains. I'm thinking psychedelics. Yeah. 
Every once in a while, I get a I get an Instagram ad where it's like, "Hey, is your brain all messed up?" I'm like, "Yeah," <laughs> and they're like, "Cool!" Like uh, these doctors will give you psychedelics, and uh-huh. then they'll watch you. Not like yeah. you know, because it's like part not, of their not job. Like, not like an not like a drugs person who's who says like, "I would do it now," <laughs> but then once you're like an hour in, they're like, "You're fine. I'm gonna do drugs too." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Presumably, these doctors are not doing psychedelics they're in the, the lab people, coats with the clipboards i've all. talked about this with like a, a few people that like have done psychedelics like oh, i'd like to try it who have volunteered and it's like no offense to these people but it's always like the last person on earth <laughs> that i would want to watch over me in an altered state and be responsible for my safety yeah i don't i don't, like no offense to any drugs person that yeah. i know but it's just like i'm sure you're really good at doing drugs but yeah. like that's but are you good at not doing drugs? <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. Uh, so maybe a doctor there doing yeah. that and fix the brain right maybe up. Maybe we, we, can, we can just hire a doctor privately, hmm. me and you. Yeah. We'll all come here. Yeah. Yeah, I need a doctor because uh, nah, I don't want to do it with you either because I'm, I'm, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm no, afraid I'm... of what I'd say. <laughs> oh really no, what have not, you been not, what have you been holding in <laughs> no not even like anything personally about you but uh, now that i mentioned it i probably would be afraid of that but like i don't know just like my deepest darkest secrets yeah. or like and i wouldn't and like i don't think my deepest darkest secrets are oh wait a minute there was that one time uh, <laughs> i don't i mean i don't think i have but we don't know like there's some yeah. stuff in the subconscious exactly. this is why i'm afraid of ever like uh getting surgery and coming out from being under and then like someone from my family's like uh recording on the phone because he's like oh he's gonna say something funny and we'll send it to tiktok america's funniest home videos (laughs) well i don't think carlton's gonna uh, award us ten thousand dollars because tim said so like tim was like we have a dog i love dogs (laughs) right you know those those the new uh david goes to the dentist yeah but and just as adorable tom (laughs) but like i'm afraid that like something like that i don't even know that i can't fathom right now will come out and Mm -hmm. they'll just be like horrified and then it'll be on on uh on camera yeah, but if you eventually won America's Funniest Videos, you'd be happy about that, right? Mm, if I won the season-end $100,000 yeah. prize, yeah. Oh, the, the 10000 that's not enough for you? No, I mean, that's enough to qualify me, but then I want to get into the finals, fly down to Orlando, Florida. for. Uh, I also think you have like an outsized opinion, an outsized view of like, America's funniest videos reach and you think like well I'd be I wouldn't be able to walk down the street yeah exactly people saw me on on AFV last night (laughs) yeah it's like when damn Dusty was walking down there (laughs) (laughs) a joke for one person and he's in the room that I mean it was a good AFV video look up damn Dusty I don't know if that's what it's called but it's what the guy says (laughs) Anyway, uh, well, speaking of ADHD and getting off topic, Tim, we're here to talk about a, a serious topic today. Although My the, diagnosis isn't serious to you? No, not as serious as this, Tim. Mm. Tim, this is worldwide implications, what we're talking about today. So is this, Tom? I could have been a world-famous close-up ma- magician. That's true. Uh, the world has been deprived. Yeah, you could have changed the magic game. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking about the theory that the earth actually, hold on. Let me, uh, before I uh, say it, 
Tim, what would you say if I said to you, you could go to a land full of giant animals and beautiful forests and extraterrestrial technologies? Would you uh, be interested in that? Is this another Wakanda th- thought experiment <laughs> that you're trying to have me do? Tim, it's not Wakanda. Oh, you know, I thought you were going to say it was like another planet. And like, but that would be so hard to get to. It'd be easier to get to Wakanda than what I'm going to suggest. What I'm going to suggest, Tim, is that that's what's waiting for you inside the Earth itself. Inside the center of the Earth? Inside, no, not necessarily the center of the Earth. Tim. All right. Now, this is these are actual theories, Tom? These are actual theories, Tim. Are th- these are those psychedelic doctors that I thought I could trust, isn't it? I mean, I'm sure you could go into it with them. They'd be like, yeah, I also uh, believe in Hollow Earth. Tim, you know who's uh, credited with kind of like popularizing the idea of, ho- of Hollow Earth? Alex Jones. No, no, no. This was way before. Uh, I should have wrote down his first name. I didn't. But uh, it was Haley of oh, Haley's of the Comet, Comet fame. Oh, yeah. So it was in 1692. Uh, he had a theory that the planet... Probably S- Steve. Steve Haley? <laughs> yeah. Could have been. Uh, that the planet... Brian. I think it was like John or something. Uh, that the series... Uh, the planet is a series of nested spherical shells spinning in different directions, all surrounding a central core. Uh, and I think probably because people were like, well, he spy. He told us when that comet was going to come back. Did he know? Yeah, he knew. He was the one who's like, oh, this is how often it's going to happen. Now. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Like he figured out, oh, okay, we see this every, uh, you know, every what hundred years. Like there are reports of this comet. I know it passed by when we were like kids. I think. Yeah, there was a whole different Strokes episode about it. <laughs> So, well, that's how you know it. It really affected the entire planet. Every, well, this, here's the thing: it's every seventy-five to seventy-nine years. Okay. Um. Yeah, and uh, Mr. Drummond and Arnold and Willis all went up to. They slept on the the roof of the the apartment building. Why would they have to sleep bed? on the roof? So they could watch Haley's Comet. How are they going to see if they were asleep? No, they. I don't know. They had sleeping bags up there. I I don't remember a lot from that episode. <laughs> maybe uh, maybe well, a, maybe Mr. Drummond stayed up and uh, they they fell asleep. The two kids. Yeah. Uh, There's Arnold nothing and about it on the Haley's Comet. Wikipedia page about the different strokes <laughs> oh, about different strokes. Okay. Uh, well, Tim, you're in luck because uh, Wikipedia is powered by the people. You can edit it and add in. <laughs> also, this was the plot of a uh, different strokes episode. When, uh, oh, okay. So it was like sometime in the eighties when it, when it went uh, over. Yeah. Anyway, he came up with this theory. And the thing was, for like a long time, uh, you know, this wasn't like an outlandish theory. Right. Nobody could really like prove. Because they were dumb. They it's also not because they were dumb. They just didn't know what kind of shit was out there. Yeah, but also, you know, like they were dumb. Well, with Haley, I don't know if he necessarily was positing uh, like, oh, and there's a whole other civilization down there. I think he might have just been like, yeah, that this is what's in the. There's nothing down there. It's still all rocks and shit. But right. here's how it like rotates. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if if he uh, claimed that or if he claimed there were people down there. Now, was this something? Did he try to? Did he just say this? 
Or did he try to dig and prove it? It's too deep to dig. Which brings me to my first question here, Tim. Don't you think, like, as a civilization, we should always be trying to dig a real big hole, a real deep hole? I think we are, right? <sighs> I'm not hearing about it enough. Then. Yeah. Well, they did have that hole. Where was it? That where they uh, oh, dug all the way hell? to hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In, like things... Romania or something. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There were. There was. Is that why we're not? Because we're too afraid of hitting hell. Maybe. I mean, that's what Hear those moans and screams. That's what conspiracy theorists will tell you. Uh, I think that was a weekly world news article, but it was like that they had dug a hole real, real deep and like suck a thermometer down. It was like super hot. So then, of course, the next thing you do is stick a microphone down there to see if you can hear any moans and screams. (laughs) (laughs) And sure enough. And sure enough, they were like, well, that settles it. That's hell. We drilled into hell. Bring up the drill bit. Right. They should like they should have pushed a guy down there. I don't think the hole was deep enough. You, or or wide hell, enough, you, wide you enough, wide enough hole. I know it was deep enough. <laughs> but even if you throw a guy down there, what's that going to prove? <laughs> you just throw the worst guy down there. Yeah, but I mean, whether hell's down there or not is going to kill him. Yeah, but... It, <laughs> and and it, whether it, there's hell down there or, or it's not hell, he's not coming back. He's not going to be able to tell you anything. Well, if it turns out he was righteous, he'd float right back up. You'd see him, uh, you know, he'd be like, there's been a mistake. And then he would have the heart. Get out of here. Be, yeah. Um, I don't, I have to imagine there's there's a loophole with like, look, if you fall into hell on your own, uh, yeah, the, finders devil, keepers the devil really, falls yeah. dibs on you. Yeah. Sorry. You shouldn't have been digging such a deep hole. But I think that's one of those things. We should always be uh, digging like a, as deep of a hole as we can. Yeah, throw Jared from Subway down there, huh? Yeah, yeah there, there's a new uh, documentary about him coming out. Oh, about that's great. <laughs> like, like just how bad he was, like the specifics. It's kind of like, ah, I don't I need to hear the specifics. That, yeah. The jury heard that, and they put him away, keep him there. Uh, Jared from Subway, a guy I was in the same room with one time. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was just you, him, and those kids, right? <laughs> Tom... Why were you in the same room as Jared? It was at uh, the 2008 season premiere of Saturday Night Live. Oh, right. Michael Phelps was the host. Yeah. The worst host in the the history of uh, Saturday Night Live. Little Lil Wayne was mm-hmm. the musical guest playing rock music on his <laughs> guitar. Um and uh, right before, and and uh, with a cameo appearance by Jared Fogle from Subway, mm-hmm. um, in one of the sketches, so he was sitting in the audience for most of the time, right? Yeah. And Lil Wayne was so happy to see Jared. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know who else was there? Yeah. Guy Fieri. Oh wow! Yeah. A real who's who. Yeah. Uh, all the Hollywood A list. And at the time, if 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 you had asked me, like. Who's the biggest scumbag in the room? I'd be like, mm. Guy Fieri, right? Yeah. yeah. And how wrong you would have been. And like, oh no, turns out he's a great man. Yeah. And Jared, if you had asked me who's the most righteous man in all of Studio <laughs> 8H tonight, yeah. I would have been like, why, Jared Fogel, of course. Yeah. He uh, he had big pants and then he uh, ate turkey subs and kept his, the pants. And, his, yeah. and his, he got so skinny he could fit in one leg of the pants. Yeah. He should have found another guy to walk around in the uh, and just like go out like that. Like there must have been another guy 
that did the Jared. Oh, put him in the other leg. <laughs> yeah. I thought you were saying they should have just gotten like a real big guy to put those pants on and walk <laughs> around. Yeah. Just to prove like this is what he used to look like. No, no, no. You get another guy that was yeah. inspired by Jared. My original thing was like, then did. they could go to a bar and pick up chicks, but it seems like that's not what Jared was was looking no, to do. That's anyway. not what he was into. Yeah, um, <laughs> what a bad guy. And I he, bet he is. I, I mean, you haven't seen every subway commercial. They might have done one where they had somebody in the other pant leg. Yeah. Oh God, those pants probably fucking stunk. Oh yeah, skid marks in them. I bet uh, Jared wasn't great about like uh, underwear. Cool. Yeah, and, like, hygiene uh, and cleanliness. Yeah. Well, that was the thing. I mean, after all those like uh, all that stuff came out about him, uh, there there was at least one person who was like, "Oh yeah, like I was his roommate in college, and like he just obsessively obsessively watched and collected porn." <laughs> like, and he's like, "I'm not talking like oh he liked to do it. I'm talking like he spent twelve hours a day doing this, um, and just sitting and like that. You know, that was how he like got." big in the first place apparently right i do still find it uh very funny that like when jared was exposed and then like sent to jail and then like everybody stopped going to subway that the subway corporation was like we can't figure out exactly why people have stopped going to our restaurant no right (laughs) but they had to like they were like oh it's because our subs aren't toasted we'll get toasters for like they tried a million different things when it was like no for like a decade your only spokesperson was a pedophile yeah a sexual predator and you and you made hundreds of commercials with him yeah, he was the whole brand. Yeah. You, I feel like should have been just like, all right, yeah, that was fun, but let's shut it down. <laughs> they got too many franchisees. We made a lot of sandwiches, made a lot of friends along the way. Uh, let's let's just <laughs> shutter all these. I mean, I'm shocked that they didn't get like, you know, one of those like crisis management firms to come of in. Of course they did. Well, they didn't get a good one because I would have changed the logo. I would have changed the name of the stores. I mean, I feel like that's a situation where you got to you gotta start from scratch after that. I feel like they should. What I was very disappointed was mm. like uh, you heard all that stuff and like then Subway like started pretending like, oh, yeah, that guy. uh we're not going to answer questions about him. He was like barely involved with the company at all. And, <laughs> yeah, like, he was like, never an employee. Yeah, <laughs> like, that was, was basically like, their. They should have come out with like the most character assassinationist yeah. uh, commercials of all time. Like made allegations about him that like weren't even true, and be like, "Don't, don't we all hate this guy?" They should have put out a commercial that put a bounty on his head. <laughs> We'll pay $100,000 to the man, woman, or child who brings the head of Jared to our corporate headquarters. And this is after he's been convicted? <laughs> yeah. So you have like people in the prison with him. Okay. Well, if you're in prison and you kill him- Prisoners uh, ineligible. No, you can- you can have I well, I bet you wouldn't even have to put up a lot of money. You could be like, guess what? We'll bring We'll get of, we'll bust you out of there. We'll bring one of our footlongs and guess what will be inside of it? Uh, a hacksaw. Perfect. Tom, is mm-hmm. he a free man right now? That's no, I, I believe he is still uh incarcerated. Okay. Um, why are you getting nervous now? That he's gonna come find me? Yeah. You know, I had uh, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. Uh, 
And that's flat Earth. No, hollow Earth, Tim. <laughs> and here's the thing about hollow Earth and flat Earth. I feel like you kind of graduate through these conspiracy theories. I feel like hollow Earth is kind of like a, like a methadone for uh, a flat Earther. Where it's like you can convince a flat earther like, all right, come on. Come on over to this. It's not as bad. You're at least admitting. Admit that it's round, but it's it's still weird. And that space exists and all that. You can still be interesting. Yeah, but like, you know, we'll be able to get you on a plane without you screaming that we're going to fly off the earth (laughs) or something like that or or claiming it's a cover up. I would like flat earth to be uh, true. Why? Because I would want to see what happens when you got to the edge. Okay. Right? Well, I think, yeah, I think they think you just fall. Oh, I think they Do you fall into space? Wouldn't you just go like, whoop, and then fall right onto the other side? I believe that a lot of flat earthers think that uh, what we think of as like Antarctica is actually like the frozen edge of the flat earth. You know what I mean? So, like, if if the Earth is a pizza pie, the crust is, like, a a frozen mountain range that is, like, incredibly inhospitable to get over. Right. And and then maybe if you got got to the other side, then, I don't know, it's outer space. Okay. Well, I'd like to see that, too. Okay. Yeah, I don't disagree. I'd like to see all these. Earth as a pizza pie, Tom. Very compelling. (laughs) Very compelling argument you make. Uh, Well, since we're talking about planes, um, that's one of the reasons why some people believe in hollow earth because uh, very few flights go over the poles of uh, the world. And, you know, some flights like, you know. uh, I know of one flight that goes over a pole. Oh, yeah, Santa Claus, of course. <laughs> um, you know, flights from, like, let's say, I don't know, Russia to whatever's Can't on the other you. side of Russia, us, Canada, where it would be quickest to go just over the North Pole. Mm-hmm. Planes don't do it. They, Too like, cold. go around. Well, uh, I think it actually does have to do with just kind of like uh, the way the jet streams work and everything that's like, eh, it's actually less efficient to do it that way. If you ask uh, a sheep, they'll tell you that. But the real answer, Tim, is that at both the North and South Pole, gigantic, gigantic, I'm talking 1,400 mile wide hole that leads into the hollow earth. Wow. And now you had asked before if the hollow earth is like, uh, you know, people in the center of the earth. No, that's stupid. That's yeah, I not feel like a real are. dumb, dumb, dumb for asking that earlier. <laughs> uh, the people, Tim, are uh, basically what you were describing before about flat earth, like people living on both sides. That's what's happening inside the hollow earth. They're, the people are living basically on the other side of the crust. And then in the middle of the hollow earth is another star that is like their sun. Why do, why do people want to believe this? 
Because there's a lot of evidence. I mean, I guess there's a lot of science stuff that I'm like, it's. I mean, this is no different than when you watch Cosmos on TV, and uh, <laughs> that guy, what's his name, Neil deGrasse Craig, Tyson. He nails it, Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> he's just like, hey, this is what it looks like a billion light years away, <laughs> and like we're so we're all that. like, oh yeah, okay, cool. Well, scientists told us that. No, I you never thought that. You watch that show. And no, you all these rubes think that, oh, and okay. I'm thinking. Yeah, how do you know? Have you been there? Yeah, you got. Is oh, this an actual picture of it? Or oh, okay, you co- haven't been there. Then you've seen a picture of it. No, you haven't seen. It. No, you use math to figure out what yeah, it looks like. Lame. Who are you? I do this. What am I doing, Tom? He's putting an L on his forehead. Yeah, just like the uh, the Smash Mouth song prophesized. Uh, yeah, I I agree with that. The, the, don't tell me what something looks like unless you've you've at least seen it. You know what? Neil deGrasse Tyson uh, will tell you he saw it. Like, no, he won't. <laughs> <laughs> why, why would he tell he's you? He's a liar. All right, Tim. Let's uh, let's get down to brass tacks here. Who's living down there? Okay, wait. It's in Star- there. <laughs> what? Start over. Okay, so the premises. Uh-huh. There's... A big hole. Two big holes. Yeah, one at each, uh, the, the North Pole and the South Pole. Uh-huh. And you go in there, and there's and a there civilization. And there are pictures of these, by the way. There are? Yeah. Oh. There's pictures of weird there's holes. there's pictures. Okay. Uh, what? Pictures of weird holes, you're pictures saying? Pictures of weird holes at the poles. Pole holes. Pole holes. That uh, one of them, at least, people can't really explain. Okay. <laughs> Who can't explain? Scientists. What scientist? Has Neil deGrasse Tyson <laughs> waited on this? He doesn't know everything. And he certainly doesn't know shit about Earth. Oh, he's just a, he's a, he's, he's a stars guy. man, yeah. He, knows, he might know about holes on other planets. He doesn't know anything about holes on this planet. Okay, cool. Unless he's fallen in. I just wanted to take a step back because I, w- I wasn't sure. I was not I was half listening before. I was reading uh, Jared Fogel's Wikipedia <laughs> page while you, were, while you were starting to talk about that. Okay, so and there's a civilization living. There's not just that. There's a whole bunch of shit in there. Okay. <laughs> what more than a civilization? Well, let me tell you, first off, two people that don't live there anymore but used to. Oh. Adam and Eve. Oh, that all happened. That in... all had the Garden of Eden. That was inside the earth. Who? Wh- how do we know this? The Bible. <laughs> and they got banished and sent to the outer earth, ah. which like kind of makes sense if you think about like, oh, is oh this sucks? Like, so Earth doesn't suck. Like, just the side of it sucks. <laughs> Tom, Earth doesn't suck. Yeah, you live in a rat hole. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we live in a dirty city. No, I'm saying we're always like fighting and everything. Oh, you know, wait, wars oh. and whatnot. You're saying this doesn't happen? No, inside it's the Garden of Eden. Everything's perfect and nice. Nobody's okay. killing well, each other. There's that snake walking around, and God just walking around. <laughs> God walking around, he got rid of the snake. Yeah, eh, he probably didn't get. Did the rid snake of it. get banished too? No, that's the snake was allowed to just like go Chill in and be in like, there. "Hey, yeah, eat that. Yeah, eat that fruit." Yeah, in retrospect, God should have uh, gotten rid of all the snakes. Yeah. Like uh, St. Patrick. Swift. Oh. <laughs> uh, so that that's two people that don't live there anymore. 
Uh, but let me let me tell you some people that are rumored to live down there. <laughs> Frank Sinatra. <laughs> oh, can you imagine? Old blue eyes. Yeah. It, 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 Crooning. Uh, hey, talk about a utopia. Yeah, the inner earth is is chock full of crooners. You can't walk two feet down the street without hearing my lady. <laughs> so is that a crooner song? <laughs> yeah, it's a new one. They got new ones down there. They don't... I ever tell you the time I uh, was at a CVS and they were playing, uh, that's why the lady is a tramp. <laughs> and I said there were some teens in there who were like, oh shit, did you hear what he just said? <laughs> he called her a tramp. Yeah, they were like, this song's crazy. <laughs> Uh, and the funny thing is, like, if those if those uh, kids did meet like Frank Sinatra and told him that, he'd be like, "Yeah, what's it to you, you little shit? Get out of here!" <laughs> Bang their heads together. <laughs> yeah, you're tramps too. Beat it. Um, all right. Uh, first idea of who lives down there: uh, the reptilians. Oh, the reptilians. <laughs> yeah. I thought you said it was a utopia. Well, some people don't think that. Some people think it, there's other stuff going okay, on. Okay, the reptilians are... The reptilians are a, spa- a race of uh, humanoid reptiles that evolved from dinosaurs, like millions of years before humans existed, and then they moved into the Earth. Uh, I don't know why I'm hazy on why they did that, but they did. I don't know. Do they wear clothes and talk? Yeah, they wear clothes. They talk. They're like an advanced civilization. Okay. And like, you know, things that we, we, uh, think are UFOs from other planets. It's like, nah, it's like a reptilian land rover that is, uh, you know, just out for a Sunday cruise. Gotcha. And then it's going to go back up to the pole, go in the hole. How, how far down is the hole? Before we hit the ground where they live, it's like not really down. It's like around, you know, like <laughs> like you're walking. Whoa, yeah, it's like around. It, no, it's like that uh, uh, Lionel Richie video for dancing on the ceiling. Okay, remember? Oh, what a feeling! Yeah, I remember the song, like dancing on the ceiling. And do you remember the video? It had one of those spinning rooms, but the camera spins with the room. Uh, uh it's like that. You know what? What? <laughs> <laughs> that happened. That got big. Yeah. Right. And mm-hmm. people liked it. Yeah. And then Jamiroquai did like a like a yeah less a belt version. Yeah, but like a less. Uh, cool version of it, right? Because it just went side to side instead of yeah. But what all people around. liked about Jamiroquai was he did like uh interesting dances kind of with it, mm, where like it looked like he was just kind of like walking in place, you know. Tom, go watch that video again. Oh, I'm sure it sucks. Yeah, and I'm sure now with like uh better displays, like I remember even you know when that came out and it was like just tube TVs. Being like, I can see the gap between like the floor and the wall, and I can see it kind of moving. Right. So I understand what you're saying, where it's like, okay, yeah, you walk around, and then yeah, you flip upside down. That's what I was talking about. About the the, that's why I wanted to go to the edge of the earth because that's what I thought would happen. That is kind of what, and, and that would explain why some people maybe thought the world was flat. Okay, so basically, what you're doing Mm -hmm. is you're going from the floor. Right, and you're walking up a wall, and you wind up on the ceiling, or essentially, or yeah, vice I, versa, right? Yeah, they except you're on the outer, you're on the outside. 
Whereas Lionel Richie right. does it. You're like on top of the the house. The, yeah, uh, the, and and the people that believe this believe there's I forget they have like a name for it. It's like the the Nordstrand line or something where it's like once you go past that line is when gravity flips. Right so now, what careful. I'm asking is when so you're going from like the roof to the the, the ceiling to the floor, right? Yeah. Uh huh. How long are you on the wall? Uh, for like a, for, for a minute, is it like, I think. No, but like a mile? Yeah, I think it's like a few miles you have to trek. Okay, we can dig that far, right? Uh, yeah, presumably. But I guess the hole's already there. Why don't we just go? Yeah, and like no, I said- No, what I'm saying is why don't we just go? <laughs> well, people have tried to go, Tim. There was a, well, there are two famous, uh, groups that have tried to go. There's a more recent group- uh, that tried to go, I believe, in 2007. Um, I, I I didn't catch the guy's name. I apologize to his family. Uh, but This episode of The Complete Guide to Everything is sponsored by BetterHelp. Give online therapy a try at betterhelp.com slash complete guide and get on your way to being your best self. Tom, mm-hmm. I'm, on a, I'm on a lifelong journey. Oh, you know what that journey is? What's that? Getting to know myself. Yeah. And you know what? It's not something where I'll ever achieve it because I am always growing and I'm always changing. That's true. Tom, mm-hmm. you know what can help me along on this journey? Therapy. It's yeah. all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding because sometimes we don't know what we want or why we react the way we do until we talk through things. It's true. It's getting to know yourself better, Tom. Yes, it can it can help get things off your chest. It can help you sort through some issues, you figure can, some things out. Yeah, you can learn how to uh you know, things like positive coping skills and how to set boundaries and it empowers you to be the best version of yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give yes. BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Complete Guide today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Complete Guide. This week's episode of The Complete Guide to Everything is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Going online without ExpressVPN is like leaving your kids with the nearest stranger while using the restroom. Most of the time, it's probably fine. Tim, you do that, right? If you have to go in the restroom, you just leave your kid with a stranger? No, and I, it's, you know, probably not. Most of the time, it's fine. fine. But you never truly know who you're trusting. Why would you ever risk it? That's why you need to be using ExpressVPN. Tom, if you left uh, a child with a mm-hmm. stranger while you went to the bathroom, I think they would. It would take so long that they'd be like, "Well, we better bring these kids to I don't know, the police station or something, or drop them off at a at a hospital." Every time you connect to an unencrypted network in cafes, hotels, airports, basically any network that's not your own, your data is not secured. Any hacker on the same network can gain access to and steal your personal data, passwords, financial details, you name it. I always think that when I'm on one of those. Uh, Hotel Wi-Fi's. Oh, yeah. There's so many people on that. You got to protect yourself. ExpressVPN creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the Internet so that hackers can't steal your data. 
Hackers can make some serious cash selling personal information on the dark web, but ExpressVPN has made it easier than ever to keep your information safe. Just fire up the app, click one button, and you're instantly protected. And ExpressVPN works on all of your devices, like laptops, phones, and tablets, so you can stay secure on the go. Secure your online data today at expressvpn.com slash guide and get three extra months free. That's expressvpn.com slash guide, expressvpn.com slash guide. But uh, he, he, he was trying to like basically use the internet to like uh, organize a big expedition, like a, a crowdfunded expedition, basically, right. um, to rent a... a Did like, you donate? No, I didn't know okay. about it. <laughs> you would have though, right? Uh, I would have I would have looked into it. Yeah. I would have seen what the rewards were. Um so he, he was trying to raise money and then like I think they they raised the money and he was like, "Great, we're going to go do this. Let me just go get a checkup real quick." Goes to the checkup, six inoperable brain tumors, and he Sheesh. dies like very shortly thereafter. Uh. Then one of the funders pulls out, but then another guy takes over. He's going to do it. Plane crash. He dies. Uh, so starting to get curious. Getting it's curiouser getting and curiouser. Very over here. suspicious about yeah. why uh, seemingly somebody doesn't want us to go uh, visit this uh, uh, the the poles. Um, and there is like a, uh, I believe it's like the Arctic Treaty that happened, where basically it's like, hey, all... they don't want people to go to the polls. What? Hey, what are they, <laughs> rep- Republican politicians? Yeah, I thought I was right? supposed to Pokemon go to the polls. Yeah, um, they there's like an Arctic Treaty between like all the big countries, basically saying like, yeah, we're not going to like militarize and everything. But it also kind of, I, I believe like establishes rules about like, yeah, also like a regular, you know, a guy can't go there. A guy can't just go. A guy to the should Arctic. be able to go there. A guy can't just go there. You need government permission to go there. Right. Well, that's, that's BS. I think it's probably in, in reality, mostly out of like, we don't want to have to be saving idiots out of the fucking Arctic Sea. <laughs> like, please do not go there. Like, we'll give... If you, like, actually have the means to go there, maybe, like, the bar isn't that high. That's like, oh, you have... Okay. What do you got, mean the means? Like, oh, you've got this type of ship A hovercraft that can, or something. Yeah. Okay, you can go. You got yeah. a hovercraft. Yeah. But, like, somebody that doesn't have a hovercraft, if they've just got, like, a jet ski or something... And they're like, oh, I'm going to go from, like, you know, the tip of South America to uh, Antarctica. They're like, no, 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 no. Well, I so, think that's BS. Well, I agree. Uh, but we, we didn't finish talking about who else might be down there. Sorry. Gray aliens. Gray aliens. Yeah. Which, okay. I mean, you can just kind of pop Tom, them all into of these, any. All of these kind of conspiracy theories that you have, like... See the same characters come up. These lizard <laughs> guys, these gray right. aliens. <laughs> well, let me, uh, you might be surprised at some of the other ones. Uh, Vikings. The law. Vikings. There's like a lost Viking tribe right. that they believe like set out to find out what was there and basically just stayed because they were like, this place rules. Does it make them immortal when they go down there? 
Well, no, it's like the descendants, the descendants of, of Vikings. Okay, uh, but like a Viking civilization, basically. Right. That's like a colony that's been established okay. there. Uh, and same thing with uh, the lost tribe of Israel. Okay, there are also people that believe, oh, that's where they went. That's gotcha. where they got lost. Uh, on the other hand, uh, the way other hand, uh, the Nazis. Okay, that. So Hitler apparently believed in Hollow Earth, okay, and like did send expeditions to like look into it. Um, so there are some people that believe like, oh, they did find it, and that as World War II was ending, that's where some of these like high-ranking people disappeared to, along with Argentina, right? And they're you know in the Hollow Earth, which you know. It would be very uh, awkward, to say the least, if that is where the Lost Tribe of Israel is. And they saw these new guys come and they're like, oh, what are you guys doing? What's your deal? Where are you running from? (laughs) Uh, Okay, now we get more interesting. Giants. (laughs) Twelve foot tall people. Twelve. Tom, you would never go. I would never go. That I mean, I. This might be the expeditions canceled. This might be like a you know a psyops. return the hovercraft. We're not going. It's like a psyops uh, operation to make sure I don't try to go there. <laughs> like that, people are twelve feet tall. Apparently, a bunch of uh, people, plants, creatures that are in there uh, are gigantic. Presumably, because like gravity in the atmosphere is a little bit different, so okay. things get bigger. <laughs> all right so good enough there, for me yeah people there are very big um this not... is more explanation than neil degrasse tyson gives on <laughs> cosmos though exactly. so i'll give you i'll give you that and i've got more um and not only that not only are the people 12 feet tall tim they live for hundreds of years all right that inside the earth, it's like uh, just like a very... Well, it's like climate controlled, probably. Yeah, it's just like a very healthy environment. It's like the perfect environment. So like everything just kind of thrives in right. there. And people have people just live hundreds of years. They don't die of old age the same Do way. Do the billionaires know about this? You would think they would, right? Because it's just like they're buying these uh, or they're setting up these bunkers in New Zealand. Right. And that might just be like a, you know. Oh, you think that's a decoy? Might be a decoy or might be like just a pit stop. Like, you know, uh, the world's ending. Okay, we'll fly to New Zealand, stock every, you know, we've got everything in the bunker there that we need. We'll stock up and then we'll fly the South Mm. Pole and go inside the... uh, the pole hole. Live with the Nazis. <laughs> with the 12 foot tall Nazis. <laughs> um, another non human thing you might encounter in there dinosaurs. Yeah, I was waiting for that, Tom, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. Like, it, you know, it makes perfect sense. Look, if the earth was actually hollow and they were keeping that a secret from everybody. Would you then be shocked to hear like, oh, also there are dinosaurs in there because like, guess what? Those dinosaurs that were living in there didn't get wiped out by the uh, uh, comet or asteroid or whatever. Well, we don't know that's what wiped them out, right? We don't. Yeah, we don't. Gary Larson thought it was cigarettes. (laughs) I remember that (laughs) far side comic strip. Um, And people had that on a mug. Yeah. I mean, it's a pretty good joke. It's a pretty, it's pretty good funny. joke, but not like 
It just seems weird to buy a mug of like a single panel comic that is like absurdist. I think it's it's just funny to see dinosaurs smoking cigarettes. I think <laughs> yeah, that, that I would buy a mug that just had that. Those are those else. must have been huge cigarettes. Man, they must have been. Not all dinosaurs were huge. Tim. The ones in the that. ones inside the earth. Yes, they were <laughs> huge, of course. Um, and then uh, the last one that I have down here that people thought is uh, heaven. That that uh, heaven might actually be what's inside the earth. And like we got it wrong and hell isn't below as heaven is. Right. So hell's in the sky. I mean, if you look at outer space, it kind of does look like hell. Yeah. You know, if so you William got, Shatner thought. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like if you got I thought I was like, did you watch like an old <laughs> Star Trek? No, but yeah, he, he got to go to space. Right. Uh, Jeff Bezos sent him to space. Yeah. For, for a few minutes, and he was like, uh, that scared the hell out of me. I didn't like it. Yeah, he was just like, it was so sad. Like, everything's dead up there and depressing. Yeah. And, like, then I look back at Earth, and it's vibrant. And uh, even though uh, we screwed it up, yeah, it's the best Take we got. Take me back. And I'm sure Jeff Bezos was like, yeah, hey, thanks for <laughs> saying that. Like, yeah, thanks for the great is... endorsement for my tourist trips to space that I charge like a million dollars a seat for. I wanted to kill myself. <laughs> Even though I'm already a very old man, and you would think this would be like the most exciting thing that's ever happened to me in my life. It made me profoundly depressed. Uh, yeah, not a great endorsement. Pete Davidson never uh, took him up on that trip. Remember, he was supposed to go to space. Was he? Yeah. Is Pete Davidson's moment over? Tom, let me ask you. Uh, is Pete Davidson's <laughs> moment over? Uh, nah, because I think, you know, he he dates some unexpected woman and you he's know back in, baby. Nine times out of ten, it's uh, I don't know who the lady is. He's got that big honk, honk and hog yeah, that uh, everybody can't get enough of. Yeah, um, yeah, he's dating somebody that was in that uh, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies movie with him now. See, I don't... Like, yeah, it's like a young celebrity. Yeah. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't know where except from that, but, uh, but who knows? He might go dating a, a, an older woman again. Yeah, if he like, uh, I don't know. What if he went like uh, Rue McClanahan's not with us anymore? Right? Jane Fonda. Jane, no, he'd be. Come on. She's out of his league, even at, what is she, like 86 or something? She's 80 for Brady. Yeah, well, she's 80 in the movie. I think she's really like 108. (laughs) Is she, how big is she? Might she be from down below? Ooh. Yeah, she is. She's like, I'd say 10, 11 feet tall. (laughs) Really? Yeah. They hide that on camera very well. They do. I mean, she's a pro. Yeah. I remember when she was straddling that rocket in Vietnam. <laughs> um, <laughs> you always got to bring up the... That's uh, what she's most famous for. That's no... People of my generation think. Anyway, Tim. Uh, so let me tell you about wh- where a lot of these theories come from, which I think is very interesting, which is after World War II... You know, uh, I think like there were a lot of special programs and stuff going on. And I think the government was kind of like, all right, let's find out what the hell's at the bottom of the world for once. Like once (laughs) and for all, there's a break in the action here for a minute. We've defeated the Nazis. 
yeah, we got our eye on Russia. This doesn't look great, but like, okay, let's let's go explore. Or maybe even like we've got our eye on Russia. Let's go to the South Pole and see if we should uh, like set up a base there. Right. So this Admiral Richard Byrd in 1946 led Operation High Jump, which was a um, basically sent like a battalion to Antarctica, 13 ships. 23 aircrafts and 4,700 military personnel went to just to like go check it out to go check it out to like map things uh, to to see what the suitability to see would what be. they could see. But but I mean, to your point, it is like a suspicious kind of like that seems like you sent a battalion to right. Antarctica. Why? Why do you need all that? Why Did do you this, need 4,700 uh, soldiers there did this happen for real did this for real happen there's part of this when i when i like some of the what you said was scary and i hope it's fake but um (laughs) well so what is rumored not like really rumored even i guess just proposed alleged alleged to happen cranks on the internet (laughs) is that um uh after he died his son found a diary, and the diary had, uh, you know, some real shit in it. the The diary said, "I must write this diary in secrecy and obscurity. It contain it concerns my Arctic flight of the nineteenth day of February in the year nineteen forty seven. Nineteen and forty seven. Oh, that's how you know it's legit. <laughs> yeah, that's how they said the date back then. There comes a time when the rationality Idiots. of men must fade into insignificance, and one must accept the inevitability of the truth. I am not at liberty to disclose the following documentation at this writing." Perhaps it shall never see the light of day of public scrutiny, but I must do my duty and record it here all to read one day. And in the beginning, it's like a flight log, uh, base camp, Antarctic. And it's like, yeah, we're preparing, you know, uh, seven. Oh, I, I don't know how to say military time. Oh, oh, se- oh seven hours. Oh, seven thirty. Uh, radio check with base camp. All is well. Blah, blah, blah. Um, so then we get to uh, turbulence encountered again. Increased altitude to 2,900 feet. Smooth conditions. Vast ice and snow below. Uh, yellowish nature. Um, in the distance, this is two hours into their flight, is what appears to be <laughs> So far, everything's been normal, and you've been talking for like <laughs> four full minutes. I want to establish the credibility uh, here. Okay. Uh, two hours in, in the distance is what appears to be mountains. 29 minutes elapsed. Flight time from the first thing of the mountains is no illusion. There are mountains and consisting of a small range that I've never seen before. Of course, he's never been there before. They hit turbulence again. They, they go over the mountain range. Beyond the mountain range is what appears to be a valley with a small river or stream running through the center portion. There should be no green valley below. Something is definitely wrong and abnormal here. We should, we should be over ice and snow. To the port side are great forests growing on the mountain slopes. Our navigation instruments are still spinning. The gyroscope is oscillating back and forth. Um, flying again. Uh, the light. The here- man was a drunk, Tom. The light here seems different. I cannot see the sun anymore. We make another left turn, and we spot what seems to be a large animal of some kind below us. It appears to be an elephant. No, it looks more like a mammoth. This is incredible, yet there it is. Um, 
Is he writing this stream of consciousness as he's going? In parts, yeah. Well, no, because that's like uh, 10.05 hours, and now here is 10.30 hours. Encountering more green rolling hills, the external temperature indicator reads 74 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, Countryside below is more level and normal. Ahead, we spot what seems to be a city. This is impossible. Aircraft seems light and oddly buoyant. The controls refuse to respond. My God, off our port and starboard's wings are a strange type of aircraft. They are closing rapidly. Uh, they are close enough now to see the markings on them. It is a type of swastika. Oh, this no. is fantastic. Well, this is fantastic. I, I, I don't think he meant it in like, this is great. Because he fought in World War II. He's an admiral. Right. Um, uh, where are we? What has happened? I tug at the controls. They will not respond. Uh, our radio crackles and a voice comes through in English with what appears to be a slight Nordic or Germanic accent. The message is welcome, Admiral, to our domain. We shall land you in exactly seven minutes. Relax, Admiral. You're in good hands. Uh, so they take over. Uh, they touch down. And then uh, he says, I'm making a hasty last entry in the flight log. Several men are approaching on foot toward our aircraft. They are tall with blonde hair. In the distance is a large shimmering city pulsating with rainbow hues of color. I do not know what is going to happen now, but I see no signs of weapons on those approaching. I hear now a voice ordering me by name to open the cargo door. I comply. Now, how did they get that diary? Well, the sun... There, there were claims that the sun found it, like, you know, in the attic or whatever. But how would it get back from... He kept it. It was like a secret diary. Uh, so it wasn't his... Pu- That's why it is like more stream of consciousness. But he came back from the... Yes. He okay. came back and, you know, gave all the and official flight And the Nazis had sworn him to secrecy down there? Yeah, I mean, I kind of... It seems like maybe the Nazis, like, chilled once they got there. Like, you know... Turns out they were good men all along, though. Is that <laughs> no? But it sounds like I don't know. Maybe they had to like get with the program of everything else that was going on down there. Yeah, and people were like, "Hey, hey!" I mean, like the hey, lost tribes of Israel. Being, you guys are being a dick. Yeah, hey, we heard what you guys were doing up there. No, Knock it off. Just to let you know that nonsense isn't going to fly inside <laughs> the earth. Um. So I was trying to find like evidence that that this actually did come from the sun. Mm-hmm. There's really not evidence of that, but there is this. In 1988, Richard Bird, that's the sun, was on his way. Bob from, Bird was on. No, his, wait, Dick Bird, Richard Bird. <laughs> yeah, Dick Bird. Dick Bird was on his way from Boston to Washington D.C. to give a big speech about his father at the National Geographic Society event honoring Admiral Bird. Wouldn't you like to be a part of the National Geographic Society? I bet you could be. Does it? Yeah, but like, I want to be part of one where it's like you get to go and like hang out in like a cool library and like smoke pipes and stuff. Yeah, I guess so. I think uh, they yeah. let you in if you call it the Nat Geo Club. No, that no, I'm not talking about talking about the society where like you know we all sit around, we smoke cigars, and it's like I found a dinosaur in the Amazon River. Mm-hmm. And then they kicked me out. <laughs> for lying. <laughs> for obviously not belonging there. Um, but anyway, so he was going to give uh, a speech at this event. <laughs> he never made it to D.C. 
and was found dead in an abandoned warehouse in Baltimore three weeks later wearing different clothing and one shoe. He had died from malnutrition and dehydration. Hmm. And that is true, uh, that part. Right. Now, they claim that it was uh, he was suffering from Alzheimer's. Okay. Um, however, his family doesn't completely buy that because they're like, he was suffering from Alzheimer's like the extent he was at the beginning of the disease like he would forget appointments right he wouldn't get lost in a different city to the point where he died of dehydration and malnutrition like he was not nearly that far gone um but of course people believe like he was going to this nat geo thing and he was going to blow you know he's going to be like here's my dad's diary here's right. like the pictures he took and everything and uh, the government got to him, of course. Uh, okay, so what is so great about it down there that we're all... Uh, there are Nazis down there. <laughs> uh, I don't know if... Well, I think the... You were uh, describing it as heaven yeah. and a utopia and uh, that the Garden of Eden and they don't yeah. have any of the problems that we have mm-hmm. out here. Where's that speculation coming from? They got the Nazis from? to calm down. Yeah. Uh, I think it's just that, like, the it's supposed to just be a more, like, geologically speaking, or I guess, uh, like, uh, scientifically speaking, like a more. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of science going on. Which I should have, at the beginning of this episode, I should have started with scientifically speaking. Right. And that would just cover the rest of what I'm saying. Uh, that it's just like the perfect environment for humans. That's why they grow so big. That's why they live so long. That's why they're like all these like they other grow big and live long crazy creatures that live down there and they're long lived. Like that's just like a more hospitable environment. It's always seventy four degrees. What really? Yeah, like the whole place is climate controlled. Basically, it's always what just like. What are we nice. doing here, Tom? Where do they get their light? Oh, there's a star in the middle. There, yeah, there's a star in the middle. So is it daytime all day? That was my question too, and vague answers about what because it sounded like they. They're like, well, the star has like a a dark side and the star turns. Okay. It seems like some people. The thing with this is there's so many competing uh, ideas. You know, and these ideas have been around for hundreds of years. No, they haven't. Tom. Yes, they have. I told you about Haley's idea. Yeah. They've been around. He wasn't even talking about and the I'm, civilization. Well, and I'm and talking stuff. about like hundreds of years ago. It was like folklore. Like, okay. oh yeah, you know that yeah. cavern leads to the you know the center of the earth, and there's elves that live down there. Blah, so blah, where blah. does Alex Jones come into all of this? Oh, I don't, I don't know. What do you mean? I don't know. This seems like something he believes or spouts, right? Uh, nah. He's like into the political stuff. Okay. Well, not that always. like everything's a hoax and yeah. But yeah. also that maybe the earth is hollow. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. The giant if he... Nazis are benevolently. Yeah, but I mean, overseeing. so I I don't think any of that is true. I think there are probably some insane caverns we don't know about that yeah. are like pretty I, big. Tom, there's some like regular caverns <laughs> that you haven't been to that you can no, occupy I, no, your I've time with. You've been, I've to, been to a lot of caverns. Of caverns. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, 
But I think if if there were visitors from another planet coming here to check us out, what better place to hide than Antarctica and the ocean? Right. There are right. also people that think there are like tunnels to get there from the ocean, from various places. Um, Seems easier than to go in the ocean, just to go in that big hole. Yeah. The hole's big. Like, you can't see the other side of the hole when you're looking at it. Yeah. Which is also why some people... That's like Lake Michigan. <laughs> which is also why some people Lake are Michigan like... Lake Michigan is like, this is a lake? <laughs> it looks like an ocean. There are waves. Um, this is why some people also think that it's like, oh, the people that came here thought the earth was flat because they're like, look, it just fucking ends. Right. Uh, but no, no, it's a hollow earth. Do you subscribe to the hollow earth theory, Tom? No, I don't subscribe to the hollow earth theory. Why not? Because it's been thoroughly disproven. <laughs> uh, yeah, they've done. They there's like a mathematical way to figure out how thick. Oh, you've been talking to Neil deGrasse Tyson, <laughs> yeah. haven't you? Like how thick? This is exactly what it looks like. How dense the Earth is. Mm-hmm. And the Earth is like, it's like, I forget what the scale is, but it's like 5.6 dense. 5.6 units dense. The crust of the Earth is 3.2 units dense. So it's like, oh, so if on average it's five point, it's right. denser than the crust, then obviously the inside has to be even thicker, which is like, oh, that's what we thought. We think it's 80% iron. It's, you know, incredibly right. dense and heavy. But uh, hey, not on. But maybe some we should buy dig a big hole just to be sure. Tom, we should always a b d, buddy. Yeah. Always be digging. <laughs> like every country, to the best of their means, chips in. Yeah, and we just keep digging. See Where's the hole? Where do we put the hole? Mm, that's a good question. Do you think? Like, do you think people would fight? Do you think countries should fight to have it in their country, or would it be like? I don't know if you want or it or we you go, don't. Yeah, want yeah it. exactly. It's like, well, what if a bunch of you know, like lava comes pouring out yeah. of it, or what demons? If, yeah, what if it unlocks hell? Yeah, you don't want that in your country. Yeah, you don't want that to be. We got uh, enough problems to deal with. <laughs> but what if you dig down there and it's all gold? Yeah, well, it turns out it was heaven. Yeah, or it turns out it was heaven, and yeah. ah, 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 only people from the country that has the whole get to go to heaven now. <laughs> we sign, we you know sign a treaty with uh, the twelve foot Nazi <laughs> running heaven right now. If you like the show, you can find out more at tcgte.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. All the links are on that uh, URL. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at your pal Tim. And check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash complete guide. We just got done uh, covering the Bible. If, if you know, if you heard all this talking, you're like, these guys are pretty smart. I'd like to see what they think about the Bible. Uh, we talked about the Bible on Books and Podcasts. And this week, Tim, what do we what do we have planned for this week on our Patreon? Tom, it's the last word on the slap. <laughs> you you might have thought Chris Rock got the last word, but no, we'll get the last word. <laughs> we deserve it. <laughs> Patreon.com slash complete guide in. You listen to the last word on the slap. It's a, uh, an hour long ish, presumably we haven't done it yet, episode. All about the time Chris Rock Rock got slapped by Will Smith at the Oscars a year ago. This week on Patreon, the slap is rap. That's a rap. Hey, let's call it the slap. That's a rap. Or how about that's a rap on the slap? We'll see. (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, patreon.com slash complete guide to get that and all the old episodes. Uh, I do think more people should be going to Antarctica to see what's going on down I there. do too. And like as it gets warmer and warmer there, I think yeah. it's, it'll be easier might, for more might, people to go. It might be go. a good chance to stake out some real estate. Yeah. Uh, I do think that there's probably, just, just by the nature of it being so huge and so remote, that there's probably some weird shit in Antarctica. There's right. certainly weird shit buried under the ice. Like, they know that. Because they're like, yeah, the Earth didn't used to be pointing this way. Uh, so there's, you know, if you dig, you might have to like dig miles through ice, but you'll find like grass and trees and stuff. That'd be, uh, I'd like it if that happened. Yeah. But I'm skeptical, Tom. I have a healthy skepticism about this hollow earth Where theory. do you, where do you stand on this? Uh, this is real science now. Uh, there's a company. Oh, yeah. Hey, talk about real science, huh? There's a company. Let's make a lady come to life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's weird science. I was getting uh, confused with real genius. Right. Similar genre yeah, of movie, yeah. I think. Um, there's a company that wants to uh, clone a woolly mammoth and bring him back. I mean, fine. Yeah, right? Yeah, do what you want. Because basically they're like, we think, you know, we could basically do a Jurassic Park and we could fill in the gaps of the DNA. I don't know if they even have to. I think they might have frog like, DNA. That's what they should. Th- use. I think they might have like pretty intact DNA. Uh, and they're like, we think we can make an embryo, put it in a, uh, a an, <laughs> an elephant. <laughs> okay. And uh, it'll make a mammoth. Hmm. And then we may do another one. And then we just have the mammoths start making mammoths. Yeah. I mean, but I'm like, not against it. What's the worst thing that could happen? Right? I mean, that's what John Hammond said. Yeah, um, but that was fucking dinosaurs. These are mammoths. We don't know what they're capable of. They have those We've tusks. Got a good idea. We but should always a... have a uh, sniper trained on the. Uh, <laughs> well, on the, they've got to the be somewhere cold. Send them to Antarctica. Yeah. Have them report back. See if they're come back in a year. Put See a GoPro there, on them. Yeah. Fell in a hole. I think it'd be hard with a GoPro. They're very hairy. They're woolly. Mm. Oh, it's right there in the name. Would you wear uh, a suit made out of wool from a woolly mammoth? Yeah, I think it would. Yeah, I bet it looks sharp. Of course, yeah. It'd be cool. It'd probably smell weird. They, they'd wash it before they get I it I think you. it's kind of like, uh, you know, it's got, a, no, it's got its own. You can't get it out. Yeah. Like it's always just going to have that smell. Yeah. And I don't think it'd be like, oh, if you had a real woolly mammoth from, you know, thousands of yeah. years ago. I think it's like something in the process of cloning. <laughs> made them smell weird. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, it's a byproduct. We had to, you know, fill in some of the DNA yeah. or whatever. And but elephants smell good. Do they? No, they smell awful. I mean, elephants, I don't know, their poop smells bad. Yeah. But maybe they smell good, but the problem is they're constantly pooping. Yeah. You can't separate the poop from the elephant. Mm. Try as you might. We'll see you next week. The dream is dead. That was a HeadGum Podcast. On this season of A Good Cry, can you talk a little bit about social media and how it helped you? I think that I found it in a time where people were being the best versions of themselves. And that's 
was a such a blessing, you know, to find other people, other parents that have shared that same loss. When you are going through something that traumatic, you really do feel like no one's ever felt this pain before. I'm Michael, you're Dela, we're doing it. For me, drag falls somewhere in between an artistic practice and identity, and it's very much intertwined with who I am. So the art that I make utilizes drag, but I would say that drag itself is very much just a part of who I am and it's what I use to do this art. And that's also one of the great things about the medium I work in is that nobody has to know how personal it is because my drag character right. is not me. That's a beautiful, wise answer <laughs> to that question. Folks with schizophrenia, I think it always seems like otherworldly, but I'm constantly surprised by how much my mom's been the truth teller of so many things. It was the weirdest thing. I felt like God put me in that position to be the only one awake to see that. It it was almost like my dad was coming over me being like, you got to take on my role now. Jason, how would you describe your relationship to grief? I have an interesting relationship with grief, as I think everybody does. I, I've never met any person who's had the same journey through grief. It's just, it's such a unique thing. A lot of people, they're in this sea of grief, and they get to the surface, and they imagine that because they can breathe again, that they have gotten out of the grief. But in fact, what they're doing is just desperately doggy paddling. I think we really, like, griefed it up pretty hard. <laughs> really griefed it up. Subscribe to A Good Cry on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts.